and listen to the show. Kathy and Henry are talking. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Welcome to, to Butler's, Butler's podcast. podcast. Port is on the menu. It's nearly Christmas. Yeah, and that's when the the only time of the year where port sales thrive. <laughs> Weirdly. It's I, not just for Christmas, though, is it? It's it for is all not. Year, and all year actually, round. white port, just mm. as an aside, yes. amazing drink all year round, especially in the summer, with a bit of tonic in it. And some limes and some ice. Really Long nice. Drink. Make it like in the proportions of a gin and tonic. Anyway. Yeah, we weren't going to talk about We that. weren't, no, no. But we're going to discuss port, and I'm going to ask Henry lots of questions about port. Some questions, not too many. <laughs> no, we're going to try and keep this more wine. simple. Okay. So, what is port? Port is a fortified wine, which means it's different to a normal table wine, which is where you just um, pick some, some ripe grapes that are full of sugar, add some yeast, and they, they ferment away. The sugar disappears, and you end up with roughly a 13% wine in alcohol. With port, you stop this fermentation process at 12% alcohol by adding in some brandy. Brandy that is a clear, neutral spirit. EU issued, and that's about 70%, and it brings the whole package up to 20%. But because you've added in this high um, alcohol, the yeast just goes mental and can't cope with it and dies. So it stops the fermentation process and you retain some of the sugar. So you've already covered my next question, which was how is it made? Oh, boom. (laughs) No, we're nearly done. And they were made, (laughs) they were made like that originally. So it's it's yet another process that helps you transport wine. So it it makes it a little bit more robust. So if monks or people had made wine in, in hundreds of years ago, wanted to travel with it, adding some brandy to your wine would help preserve it for a longer period of time. So even if it was hot? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and what are the differences between the main styles? Now, I'm going with four main styles. Okay. Being Ruby, Tawny, Late Bottled Vintage, which is LBV, and Vintage. Okay, can we just back it up just for one important part about um, port and a a fortified wine? If you want to call your wine port, like Champagne, it's protected, so it has to come from the Douro Valley, which is in northern Portugal, um, sort of up the river heading from Porto. So there are other fortified wines around the world, but they're not allowed to be called port. A long time ago in like South Africa and in the Americas and in Australia, they would make an Australian port or a South African port, but you can't use that word You do anymore. see them around. Yeah, older ones, yes. but you can't, you're not allowed to use that if you're selling them. Okay, yep. protected. Okay, so the styles. Ruby. Okay, so all of these wines... All of them will be made from a blend of, say, six different uh, Portuguese grape varieties. It'd be like a field blend. So they might use some Tarriga Nacional, some Tinta Franca, some bits and bobs. And that's up to the producer to decide the blend. Yeah, so each producer will have several different parcels of, of, of vineyards and they, they generally they still get graded A to E, um, a being the best and uh, E being the not so good sites and they will blend some, you know, whatever they want to blend together to make their wines um, and then all of these ports will be aged in oak but in a different way so ruby as the name suggests the colour is more it's dark red it's quite deep sometimes a bit purplish and that's 
it's a style of wine that when they age it, they age it in the cooler parts of the Douro Valley. So it doesn't really get super oxidized. It, it preserves more of the fruit. And the normal br- ruby will be, say, it'll be aged, it'll be a blend of, say, five or six different years of age. So different harvests, they keep in barrels and then they blend them all together. And, and then, then they can release it straight away. That's that's the one that you would see, see behind bars. You can have it chilled. Um, it's very fruity, lots of berry fruit, soft. It's like a like a nice a rich red, red wine, wine. <laughs> yeah, but with a bit more sweetness in it. Um, and it's delicious, actually. And that, that you could have as an aperitif, no problem at all, very soft. But it's not a wine that you would stick away to age for a long period of time. So you want okay? to drink it while you got it. Yeah. So an extension of that, which would be called a late bottled vintage. So that's a, a wine where you might put your better fruit into it. And a late bottled vintage wine has two dates on the label the date of the harvest and the date of the bottling. So the bottling is normally done four years after the date of the harvest and they age the wine four years in oak um, before they release it. So you have these two dates on there. So it's very easy to understand. So when you see press that says 2011 was a fantastic vintage for port, 2017 fantastic vintage for port, even in the LBVs, this would be like a good investment to to buy to drink because they you would be getting this quality fruit and that other vintages are not so good and they'd be a little bit lighter but they would have a bit more complexity um and a little bit more length on the finish a bit more silky um as compared to a could ruby. you keep that i like keeping them yeah I do, I do i've had plenty of older ones they tell you not to well they don't tell you not to they they it is a, another wine that's made to drink now so when you pull the cork there probably won't be a lot of sediment in the bottom you can it's another one that you would find behind a pub bar you'd see them doing it by the glass fruit driven really soft because they've aged the wine for you in the oak which has made it smoother um, but some of the more traditional styles, like Newport makes one, um, Quinta de la Rosa as well, you might get a little bit of s- sediment because they make it um, without filtering sometimes. And uh, that's a more traditional style. They sort of leave it alone a bit more and it has a bit more tannin and it's a bit more robust. But generally, you buy an LBV to drink when you take it home. Tawny. Hang on, let's go to vintage, which oh, is... Oh, uh, come on. Yeah, well, you've got to keep the styles going. <laughs> See, these are all the red ports, the, and the vintage is the pinnacle. So That's why I was saving it till the last. Well, you know, they don't make it every single year. They only make it in years where they think the fruit is brilliant. And it's up to the producer again, declares the vintage. Yeah, they do. So, And they don't all have to. So not everyone has to make a vintage port every single year. They can do what they like. Um, but that's the one that you're going to get. That's your flagship one and the one that you'll get the most money for. So you'll make less of it, but it'll be from your top vineyards and your top fruit. And you age it in oak for two years. So it softens it a little bit. But the expectation would be then that the consumer would take it home, stick it in a cupboard and age it for a few more years when it fully develops then and becomes really silky and complex and not so fiery and in your face. And they age for a long time, potentially. We've got ports on our shelves from the 70s. Yeah, 1970s. I've had ports back to the 1800s. Um, 
with no problem at all. And so you could get it for anymore. a birthday as well, or a birth year of yeah. someone, and keep it for their eighteenth or twenty-first. Yeah, they're they're good. They're, they're good. We're trying to sell some for your niece, aren't we, to uh, our <laughs> brother-in-law because they're they're robust. And she was and they, born in twenty eleven. And they keep really well compared to wines because lots of people, when they're keeping wines, they don't keep them in perfect condition. So if you were keeping white wines and red wines, they can fade away a little bit quickly in a, in a normal house. But port stays quite robust for a long time. So that's the, they're the red port. OK, so they're all coming out looking quite black currenty, quite deep. Um, and they're fruit. They're really nice and fruity. The tawnies tend to be blended again, like the ruby. Um, but tawnies will have, they won't, only a few, but most of them will, won't have dates on their labels. They'll have 10-year-old, 20-year-old, 30-year-old, 40-year-old. So this is like the average age of the blend. And they age their ports in the barrels in the hotter part of the Dura. I love tawny ports. I bet you do. Mm. They're, and they're, because they're in the hotter part, they drop their colour a lot quicker and they have a bit more of an oxidised flavour. So you get Nutty. more more nuts. Caramel. Yeah, mouthful of nuts. And, some, and they're packing fudge. And a butterscotch. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. So, and raisiny sometimes. But really lovely and complex and, and you're getting a lot more of the wood influence because they tend to age them a lot longer when you're making a tawny. And they're, they're not like Madeira or Sherry, but they're sort of starting to go along the lines of some of those flavours. And they're great. And they, they're really pop, popular in Portugal, but the other styles of port are really popular in the UK. Tawny's a more difficult sell, we find. So That's you get those different age brackets, but you also get those colliator things, which you see the word colliator written on the label. That has two dates. So we've got one at the moment, a weird one, Kingston Val. I think it was, it was uh, the harvest for it was 1974, and they bottled it in something like 1992. They <laughs> aged it for that length of time, and they're quite. That might be coming home for Christmas. Yeah, I think that is coming home for Christmas. <laughs> Maybe just for the weekend. Yeah. Um, Foods that pair well with port. Well, I... I, Because people tend to go with cheese. Yeah, it always seems to be a cheese pairing. Cheese is really good because cheese is quite a strong flavour. With the rubies, I would say, with the... Yeah, and we had um, Lancashire sort of crumbly cheese with some acidity is really nice with some of the tawnies. That's nice. Creamy, bright and blue, the the blue stilton-y thing. Um, that would be nice with port. And the tawnies, the old tawnies, or some of the really nutty, caramelly ones, I think work with desserts as well. Yeah. And yeah, you could like go down the mince pie, pie yeah. Mince pie, um, baked figs, maybe, that would be yeah, quite so, nice. Yeah, nut-based pudding. Yeah. Maybe some sort but of equally, chestnut roulade. Think, and, oh. Yeah, nice. I, th- I think don't forget to use them as, a, as an aperitif. Everyone complains that port gives them a headache and... Um, blah 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 but you've normally left it to the right to the end of the evening and you've had a load of other stuff beforehand so it's a little mm, two unfair. bottles of champagne three whites yeah but a ch- if you had um a chilled tawny when people arrive and some um toasted almonds that sort of thing very nice yeah and then everyone's in the room aren't they really quickly that's that's <laughs> i think that's possibly a good thing. on the floor you can keep once you've got um open port you can keep it um, but do chip away at it. I, I quite like a glass of port instead of a pudding. Keep it in the fridge? Preserve it, it a bit it, longer? Yeah, it keeps it a bit longer. 
yeah. And yeah. what ports do you really like or producers do you really rate? Love the love the Newport ones because we do love fruit, Newport. Yeah, fruit driven, and he also makes that other one. Um, what's it called? Morgadio Casada. Um, and I tried the white port from there the other day, and that was like a like wine, like really lovely, elegant wine. I thought that was that was fantastic. And he does the really good entry level sort of Alice in Wonderland themed tawny D and ruby dumb. Yeah. And the white rabbit port with really excellent labels as well. Yeah. yeah and drink good. me tags. So there's instruction with the bottle, which is useful. Also important, I was just thinking to point out that when you when you do keep a port and maybe say you try like an 83 or a 1980 or a 1970 or whatever, they can be a little bit weepy in the cork, um, but don't worry about it. If you want to keep it longer, just melt some wax over the top. That, that helps keep it sealed. Oh God. But um, the cork can be a, a right pain to get out. So if it is, um, just push it in and then and filter, filter it. Because you could get one or two inches of sludge in the bottom. But don't chuck that away. Put that into your gravy because that's nice and And there's rich. nothing wrong with the port because the cork crumbles. No. no. It's just old. Yeah, it's just the way it is. So port, will you be drinking port this Christmas? It's highly likely, isn't it? I, yeah. What would you pick? See, I think I've got a Quinta de la Rosa 20-year-old tawny in the cupboard and that might be making an appearance shortly. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, and some, and some white port. I th- okay, I like, so yeah, perity. Get, get your family on the sauce early oh, doors. <laughs> Dangerous. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. So Worth investigating. everyone who wants to get some port, please come and see us, get some advice or go somewhere where there's a nice range of them yeah. with some options. Yeah. Really good food pairings, really seasonal, but also well worth investigating all year round. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yep. Buy more port. Bye. Bye. Boy, boy, see you soon for more adventures.